Happy 2023, Pod Fam. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, Rachel left her enthusiasm back in what, 2019? Maybe like, yeah. Yeah. I am very enthusiastic. I'm very happy to be back and I'm very happy to be chatting with you because um, it's January 12th when we are recording this. We'll be releasing it in like a couple weeks after, but um, it definitely feels like it's been a long time. It has been. It has been a long mm-hmm. time. We just took like a little break with the recording just so we could really unwind and kind of reset, refresh, and kind of get ready for, oh my God, I think this is now season three. I think so. Because I've been rolling over the seasons with every start of the year. I so, love how our season is a year long. And then we're like, well, and now it's season three. Now it's just season three. Okay. So we just we just roll over. <laughs> there's no there's no real grand finale. <laughs> we just leave. We just leave. <laughs> we're like, see you next year. <laughs> yes. So if you are joining us in 2023, season three, whatever this is, whenever you are listening to it. Thank you. We appreciate mm-hmm. it so much. Welcome and, back. Uh, yeah. To those who are coming back. Yeah, welcome back. We've got some we've got some plans for this year. I think it's it's mm-hmm. going to be a good year with the pod. Today we kind of wanted to throw away the New Year's resolutions. I have not made a New Year's resolution in a very long time really if ever have I made like a real resolution. It's just not my thing. I'm kind of more into doing things throughout the year, checking in. I think I've talked about that mm-hmm. many times, you know, checking in on the quarters, the seasons, and doing what feels right at the time. Mm-hmm. But for this first episode in the new year, we kind of want to talk about things that are in and things that are going to be out for the year. Now, these items... Um, for us personally, by the way. Yeah, well, some of them are personal. Some of them are just in general. We're like, I've seen it. I've heard it. I'm done with it. Or like, I've seen it. I've heard it. Let's bring it on. So, what you drinking? I have, um, you know, apparently chamomile tea has replaced my peppermint tea, so I'm having chamomile mm. tea. But I just had, like, a really good pizza after my workout this evening, so I'm like, you know what? I want the calming energy, and I've been doing the 30-day yoga journey with, Yo- with uh, Yoga with Adrian, and I'm on, like, day 11, and I'm doing that right after this, so I'm like, I feel like I need to get into the zen chamomile tea vibes before i start that you know yes absolutely what are you having um i'm also kind of going for a zen tea i was having a hard time picking which tea Mm -hmm. i wanted to have i'm down in the city right now so my supply is like a little bit like odds and sods of just things i'm trying to finish up so Mm -hmm. i went with a tried and true and that was my lala lavender just oh, like a beautiful white tea. I know I hadn't had it in so long. I had this like sad little one spoonful left in the bag. So I was just like, oh, mm-hmm. let's let's bring her back. It's such a good tea. It's a white tea with like lavender flowers in it. Oh, it's so good. It's so relaxing as well. Love it. And um, I think you'll be really proud of me because I am also burning a candle. <gasps> oh my god, we're yes. starting the vibes off right. Yes, we are. It is a peach Bellini candle. So, like, she's strong, but, like, I kind of love it. It's very peachy in here right now. Love it. Well, I'm adding to this cozy vibe because I don't know if I've told you about this, but my partner's aunt at Christmas time essentially got me, um, to our listeners, if you remember these infomercials, 
essentially got me a Snuggie. Yes. It's not a Snuggie, but it's Snuggie vibes. So I'm sitting in it right now and I got my arms through and it's perfect. Nice. Shall we get into it then with our first in? I think it'd be good to kind of go in, out, in, out, you know? Oh, okay. All right. You with me there? Sure. Sure. Whatever Great. you want to do. I'm good. Great. You go first. Okay. What's your, what's, what is in for 2023? All right. I have to provide context for all of these, but my biggest one for the year is discipline. Ooh, okay. So that can mean a lot of things. It can mean a lot of things, but just with how my life is right now, because like we, I have a full-time job, which is actually it's four and a half days now because we have half day Fridays. Woo. Um, but so we're doing that. We have the show where we record once or twice a week and we do the editing and then I'm also doing school. And then I also have to like maintain a relationship and my physical fitness during that time. So what I'm taking on this year is trying to be very um, like not so regimented that like I, you know, am like strict on myself, but more disciplined in the way of setting boundaries where I'm like, okay, this right now is my study time. And this right now is my relationship time. So for instance, like we have date night on Fridays and I'm going to make a really big effort to make sure that we don't falter. And then a way that I've been practicing it already is, as I mentioned earlier, I'm doing the Yoga with Adrian challenge for 30 days that she always does in January to really just practice like I set that priority for myself for going and moving a bit once every day for 30 days and I'm really sticking to it even if I'm a little bit tired just to like prove to myself that like I if I set my mind to it I can do it. I think that's fantastic and I like that you're setting these boundaries for yourself and not being extremely rigid with it Mm -hmm. like I have to do this thing for this long on these days right Mm -hmm. like it flows right? Like you're not going to be like, okay, it's this time right now. Drop everything. We have to go do this. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, I think, still accounts for taking in how you're feeling Mm -hmm. that day. And so, you know, even you just setting that that goal of like, I'm going to move for 30 minutes. That could be hundreds of different things. You know, it's Mm -hmm. not just yoga. Like what if you just had a sudden burst of energy and you're like, you know what? I'm just going to like go for a run. Or Mm -hmm. I want to just lift some weights. Like I need to really burn off some energy. Mm -hmm. You've moved for 30 minutes. So there you go. Exactly. Accomplished. Exactly. And I think a big part of it is more setting discipline for myself. um, Like being disciplined with my working hours. Because I feel like we're very similar in this way. Where if we got on a project, we could blast through it until like 8 o'clock at night if we really wanted to which isn't the best thing when you've got a lot going on and you need to maintain stuff outside of your work life. So I'm trying to be very disciplined being like, okay, when I am studying, it doesn't have to be a specific time, but I study for three hours. And when the three hours is up, then I need to go move or I need to go cuddle a cat. Yeah, absolutely. You're breaking things up and you're not burning yourself out, right? You're Mm -hmm. mixing it up and then like you're taking those breaks. So it's not like you've just been going and going and going because it's really hard. If you have to work and do school at the same time, it's a lot. It gets a lot and it's very taxing if you were to just keep going back and forth between the two with none Mm -hmm. of that rest. Exactly. So So, yeah, I think in your discipline journey, it's just as important that you've 
set the rest boundaries as you have mm-hmm. with like the work boundaries. Yes, because I think that was my problem last October through December is I was not doing that very well and I was a little grumpy gill by Christmas holidays. So definitely need to change that up. But that's my first in. What's awesome. yours? So mine is kind of the opposite yet along the same lines as yours. Mm. And that is relaxing without guilt. I love this one. Thank you yes. for saying this. Yes. So and by relaxing, I mean like your ass is in bed on a couch. Mm-hmm. You have watched about five movies on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you maybe haven't even looked outside. Yep. You know? Brush your hair? You have no idea. No, no, you are still wearing your pajamas. You've done nothing. Like, mm-hmm. you made yourself some snacks. That's what you mm-hmm. did. I went through a very long period of time that I would beat myself up for, like, having a day like that. Mm-hmm. I would be like, oh, my God, I wasted a day. I could have mm-hmm. gotten so much done, and I did absolutely nothing and the problem Mm -hmm. with that it was leading me to burnout and fatigue and um resentment for Mm -hmm. a few things because I felt like so obligated but like my body my mind and my spirit was just like oh my god we need to Mm -hmm. do nothing like we need Mm -hmm. to literally just veg out you know so I I really did that over the the Christmas break there were about two days there were two back-to-back days one day I like didn't even lift my head off the pillow I literally parked myself on the couch um Mm -hmm. watched almost the whole like Star Wars trilogy like timeline in order Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um just like ate chips made a I think some grilled cheese like had a steak dinner at like nine o'clock that night um excellent you know I just had one of those those days were in the past, I would have been like, oh my God, Laura, you are so lazy. What is wrong with you? Next to- mm-hmm. Now tomorrow you need to go like double time. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my God, I needed that. I really, mm-hmm. really needed that. And then the second day, I think it was actually, it was like New Year's Day and the day after. So like a lot of things were closed. Mm-hmm. Um, and on New Year's Day, like everything was closed. So I'm just like, you know what? I can't leave the house because there's mm-hmm. nothing going on out there. So I didn't. And then even the next day, January 2nd, I know you and I met for coffee. We went and did the groceries. Mm-hmm. But I still had that day of like, you know, okay, I went out and did that. Now I get to just finish watching the movie I was watching. And mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it because by the end of that day, I was like, okay, I want to get, I need to go do things. Like mm-hmm. I was getting antsy because I'm like, I have rested um, all I needed to do. And, mm-hmm. and now I'm like ready to go again. So that was just a really nice feeling and really just allowing myself to do that. Um, mm-hmm. So that's something I'm going to I'm gonna bring into 2023 is allowing that rest, even if it's like a full day or if I need two days and not being mad at myself for quote unquote wasting a day. Mm-hmm. The only time I can think of in the last four years where you and I actually just relaxed without guilt was when we were in Thailand and Kolanta and we it was too hot for us to go outside. I know. That we were was the we only couldn't time. go out between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. It was too hot. So mm-hmm. we would have a good four hours of just like hanging out inside. Yeah. So I know exactly what you mean on this because I suffered from the same thing. 
And, you know, when we did meet up for coffee, we were talking about it where, you know, we've been talking for so long, like, oh, I want this break where I can just like rest and relax. But then when we would get on a break, either we were going somewhere and it'd be like, go, go, go. Like we have to see all these things or we need to do all the activities when we're here or like you have a day off where you're doing like a staycation or whatever. And you're like, oh, I'm going to go do all my errands and clean the house. At least for me, like I was never letting myself just like lie on a couch. And yeah, it was like, like how much can I pack into this free time? Where, exactly. like you were saying, you know, I, I think we're all guilty of it. We we book our, our holiday time off and we're like, well, I have to go somewhere. Got to go exactly. somewhere warm. I got to go somewhere cool. And then it all becomes about the travel and the experience. And how many people, I swear, how many people, because I swear it's almost all of them, come back from a trip and go like, oh my God, I'm exhausted. Like, mm-hmm. like they and that's not the point. from their vacation. I, yeah, they need a vacation from their vacation. And so I think we need to normalize, uh, you know, taking time off if you can, or, mm-hmm. you know, picking a, a weekend or an evening and just being like, you know what, I'm not doing a damn thing and mm-hmm. it's okay. You know, yes, like it it's it's okay to do nothing. It'll come back to me later, but I'm just having an eat, eat, pray, love moment there. <laughs> um, oh, shit, but it was the sweetness of doing nothing. So mm-hmm. that is what I'm in. I'm embracing. Excellent. I've thoroughly been, uh, seriously been contemplating doing like a full blown, like all inclusive little vacay, yeah, to the Bahamas with my boyfriend or something, and not leaving the resort. I'm just like. Yes, on a but beach, reading. that would be a test, right? That would be a test for you because, like, uh-huh. you wouldn't want to get there and then feel like, oh, well, maybe we should go do these things. Like, we should go do some adventure activities, you know? I know. So that would be an ultimate test. Let's let's practice on the at-home one first, <laughs> and then we'll, we'll work our way up to the relaxing well away. Yeah, because otherwise I would just land and be like, all right, I don't know how we're getting there. If we have to walk. We're walking to the mm-hmm. sites I want to go to and then I'll be exhausted. So you're yeah. correct there. Yeah. I feel like you would just be like, I need to go see everything. I am somewhere else. I need to go look at it. And like almost I, I find because uh, this is what my boyfriend and I did over the summertime is we actually did go on a little vacation and we were only there from like Monday to Friday. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't think it was a long weekend, but like we had the both weekends on the other end. And now was okay, because I was away, I was away horse breakdown. showing, but so I'm the <laughs> awful example. But in his case, you know, weekend off, go for a little trip, weekend off, back to work. Mm-hmm. So yeah, for me, it just, it just happened that we went on holiday between two horse shows. So <laughs> I was <laughs> kind of, don't do that. I was exhausted, but, um, that's just an idea as well. Like, don't feel like I feel like we always want to maximize the number of days that we can be away and be somewhere. But I think it's just as important to kind of have that little buffer time on both sides. So mm-hmm. you can kind of, you know, phase out of work, get into vacation mode, go on your trip, come home, phase mm-hmm. out of vacation mode and be rested and ready to go back to work. Exactly. All right. Shall yeah. we go into our first outs of 2023 yeah kicking it to the curb all right this one is bold i may not i may not um successfully do this all year but mine is coffee oh this you is have a been big... good about this you've been you've been very good about this 
this is already. a big deal. So, well, I think I've definitely talked about it before, but I stopped drinking um, regular caffeinated coffee in, was it August of last year? I think it was August. And, you know, like, obviously I would have a, de- a regular one here and there, but I was really trying to just do like tea or decaf, whatever. Um, and it was around Christmas, I think it was Boxing Day, I just stopped wanting it, like like regular or decaf, like I just stopped. And I haven't wanted for it since. Like I think I've had one decaf coffee in the last two and a half, three, two and a half weeks. And it was just because I was like at my brother's house for dinner and we were having like a decaf coffee afterwards. But like there's nothing in my body that wants it. And I just kind of want to ride that wave because like I definitely was very dependent on it probably since I was about 19 that it's been interesting to see my energy come back in a natural way. Like I definitely feel like I've kind of gotten that over that hump of like pure adrenal fatigue and like, you know, I'm not out of it yet, but I can see the other side. So I'm, I'm trying to stick to it and I've been enjoying my tea instead. Yeah, no, I think that's really good. Um, I think we should all experiment with breaks from coffee because yeah, I definitely go through phases with it because I was in the fall and I just, I feel like a flip, like something switches in me and Mm -hmm. um, I'll just be like, you know what? No, no coffee. Um, When I did that in the fall, I was, I did experience maybe one or two days of like detox symptoms. I kind of just had like a low grade headache. And mm-hmm. probably if you asked other people, I was a little irritable. Um, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> You're like, um, not if you asked me, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And for me, it's it's very much the ritual. And um, it, it's kind of that like you get up, you're starting your day, you're having that beverage. That's what I love. Like I don't necessarily mm-hmm. – be like I need a coffee for caffeine and like sometimes granted yes that is that that is the case but mm-hmm. um I'm very much like in the habit of having that and I and I love having tea and sometimes I will have a tea in the morning but there's something about coffee that's like heavier to it like it's a little bit creamier um mm-hmm. and it's like that sensation I'm looking for Mm-hmm. So yeah, for me, I kind of go through waves. In the fall, I was like off coffee and I'd still drink decaf um, or tea and then I kind of got back on coffee a little bit. But I feel like I'm at a point where I seem to, I drink it during the week. I'll have like one cup. I'm not drinking two. And then on the weekends, I don't generally drink coffee. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like I have the energy and I find when I'm um, riding horses, I tend to lean away from coffee, especially during like competition season, because I think just naturally my adrenaline is up mm-hmm. and I find it actually has a negative effect on my riding. If I'm having mm-hmm. a lot of caffeine, I just feel very like unsettled, a little bit jittery. And, um, you know, if you are kind of really into animals and really close to them they pick up on that yeah so I just kind of naturally steer away from coffee but I think that's a great thing for 2023 like just play with skipping it for a day or like swapping it for a decaf 
Um, because mm-hmm. honestly, if you gave me like a decaf coffee in the morning, I'd be like, yeah, this is great. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I won't know. <laughs> I will not know the difference. And sometimes I prefer that because I do get like that underlying jittery feeling from a regular coffee mm-hmm. that the decaf does not give me, but I still like, my brain is still like, we had our coffee today. Great. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but my brain has been accepting tea as the replacement, but I have been like, don't get me wrong. I'm not like fully off caffeine. Like I've been having like chai tea and such. It's just like, I feel like for my caffeine dosage, at least with like black tea and stuff, it's not as crazy. And they're, if it's using a tea bag, it's already pre-portioned and stuff. Like, you know, we've talked about it, like coffee is very hard to measure. So you yes. don't really know how much caffeine you're actually getting in a cup. And especially because like you can have like a giant freaking cup one day and a teeny tiny little one the next day and it's just it was just too much for my body like I was started it was having the opposite effect of what you would think coffee would do where I was actually getting more tired so I was like all right well I guess the body is telling me something yeah like it's definitely the the moderation Mm -hmm. of it and um one cup of coffee is probably a lot smaller than what even our standard mugs are so mm-hmm. I think that's where we, you know, okay, quote unquote, OD on coffee, um, mm-hmm. just because we're having it in larger portions than than we should. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, like, talk to me in like November. <laughs> we'll find out if you're back on this the year, coffee, and we'll see what happened. Like, I most likely will uh, when we're at Christmas time next year because I love a, me a peppermint mocha. But I was doing those decaf, so it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, and um, I kind of want to – I was trying to look for the brand. I can't find it, so maybe I'll throw it in the show notes if I do find it. But there's a lot of coffee alternatives out there right now that I know some are like mushroom-based, a little bit more – no, okay, natural is not the right word because coffee is (laughs) – coffee beans are natural. But just kind of that same taste and Mm -hmm. and feel of a coffee with – out all the caffeine so I know those are something like I would like to try some of those and yeah if I find a good brand I will definitely share it awesome shall we go into yours yes so my out for 2023 this is not actually like a personal out but I think this is something as a society that Mm -hmm. we need to keep in the back of our mind and um just kind of remember because there is the onslaught of social media and the news um, and what's going on in our world right now that I think we kind of get lost in what is fact and fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one is idolizing the rich and the famous. Oh my God. I, love I, this I went one. there. I oh. went there. I know. Oh. Um, and okay, the first person who comes to my mind is Elon Musk. Um, arguably he has done wonderful things in terms of corporations that are more environmentally friendly, Mm -hmm. but there's also a lot of, a lot of negative things that he has done too. And I find with a lot of famous people, they just get like these almost cult-like followings around them Mm -hmm. and people are kind of being like either, oh my God, they're just like us or... They're being like, well, they're so wealthy. Like they're, 
they're so great. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's this weird pedestal thing. And um, yeah. I feel like a lot of people are getting lost in that and they're just holding these high, high profile people to like a very godlike weird god like god tier standard and i don't know there's just some weird ideas around it and i think we Mm -hmm. just as a society need to be careful because especially the ones where they feel like oh they're related like we're like we're like practically the same right like they live Mm -hmm. the exact same life as i do um you know elon Musk does not and no I, and yeah. also the secret is not waking up at 4.30 a.m. every day. No, no. And they're just trying to like sell this agenda of like, well, if you want to be like me, just do this, 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 and this, and you'll achieve it. And then mm-hmm. that is where like the cult following comes. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, it's just, it's kind of scary. I get you. In some circles, like just of what you see online coming up. And mm-hmm. there's so many people who this – could apply to like I think a lot of influencers fall under this category um a lot of famous people a lot of like Mm -hmm. high profile billionaires fall under this and I don't know it's just it's it's given me the ick Mm -hmm. and I just don't think we should be idolizing them no, I have a little something to jump off of this with, if that's Go okay with you. Yeah. So by extension, I would love if people, especially on Instagram, would drop the whole, uh, you know, putting up a picture of Anne Hathaway, who's beautiful. Love mm-hmm. Anne Hathaway and going, this is how you age when you're unproblematic. And it's like, that's how you age when you're fucking rich. Yes. When you can have unlimited facials. <laughs> It's like you can pay for the nutritionist, you can pay for the trainers, you can pay for all of these things. Like it is important to remember, guys, like especially with actresses and actors and singers and stuff, part of their job is to look good. You are not lesser than because you don't look like that. It's a completely different situation. Yeah, like your genes are no different from theirs, right? It's not like they were born with these special genes that like don't age. They just have the money to be able to um, mm-hmm. uh, pamper themselves. Maintain. Pro- maintain a high maintain, standard. I- yes, maintain. And yeah, it is part of their job. Unfortunately for women, like mm-hmm. they kind of have to always look like they're 20 years old exactly. or else they get forgotten about in Hollywood. Exactly. And, th- and think about it. So, I mean, I'm not going to speak on this today because I don't know enough about it, but there's a lot of debates going on around plastic surgery. Some of these procedures cost like $30,000 minimum. You could, as me, that would take years for me to save up that money and be willing to spend it. For some people, that's what they make in like an hour. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and I and I feel this is where like it's it's all tying in back to this idolizing the rich, where I think we see how they live, and we then feel bad about ourselves because we're like, well, mm-hmm. why don't I have that? I just think it's it's a different reality, and mm-hmm. we need to remember that. Exactly. So, yeah, I know I don't know. I don't want to get like too down this rabbit hole. It's so a topic just, for another day. Yeah, just you know. Remember what's behind that image of what people are putting out there. Like you don't know the help that they've had like financially or, you know, just different different realities, right? So 
we're leaving that in 2022. We're not going to we're not going to idolize the famous people or the ultra wealthy. My next in is conscious spending and saving. Oh, you took epic. one of mine. I'm sorry. <laughs> Although I have we one on the out. So it's fine. We can save this. It's good. It's all good. <laughs> we can save time. Um, because mm, <laughs> I was really bad. Rachel's last a spending year. girl. Like, I don't want to be a spending girl, but I kind of fell into that pattern um, that we've talked about before where with the price of groceries – and everything, it started to feel like I wasn't getting anywhere anyway. So I was like, so I'm just like, fuck it. Myself. I'll just spend. Exactly. I was like, fuck this. Get me to the Sephora. Thank you. But granted, like the things I spent a fair amount of money on, like I did need a new laptop. So yes. I did that. But I think where I'm going with this is more, um, I'm just going to actually tie it in with my little, because there's an out that goes with it. If that's okay, I can just Go tie it, it in here. Yeah. And that was – my out is cheap impulse purchases mm-hmm. because, you know, a lot of the time I'm great about it. Like, you know, I bought a skirt recently that like I was literally thinking about for a month and I bought my MacBook Pro in October and I had been thinking about that for like since January probably. Yeah. Like I can be very conscious but then take me to a home sense or to a winner's. And suddenly winners is telling me what I need. Suddenly you're and like, I I'm leave. a professional scrapbooker. <laughs> exactly. And then you leave winners and you look at what you bought and you're like, why the fuck did I buy that? Yes. You know? So that's what I mean by like conscious spending is continuing to do what I know I can do, which is, you know, if I really love something, go back later and get it. And, you know, when I did buy that skirt, I also found a pair of pants, but like it's very difficult for me to buy dress pants. So I thought yeah. about it and I'm like, okay, this is a good purchase. But, you know, when I'm just walking around winners, don't go to every single aisle and be like, you know what? I need five new pairs of shoes. Like, no, you don't. You will wear yeah. the same pair of winter boots that you've been wearing for five years. Let it go. So I think that's where I am with it is I just want to be more conscious and just stop with like the the fleeting oh that looks fun but then say it's a pair of pants that are like the hem is falling apart a week later you know I just I'm, I'm done with the cheap stuff like I feel like I'm at a place where I don't have enough money to like buy a bunch of nice things but I can buy a handful of nice things every so often that I would rather focus on that. Yes, exactly. And you're going to take care of that stuff more because you're like, you know what? This was kind of an investment and it means more mm-hmm. because I've wanted it for longer. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then in terms of the conscious saving aspect, I think I'm going to set, this might be difficult, but at least set a minimum that like 10% of my paycheck I put away because, you know, I've been having conversations with my mom about it and she's really tried to hammer it home with me where she's like you know you kind of just have to pay yourself first yes I think um if I can offer some advice on this one you you set that percentage Mm -hmm. um and you before you do anything before you pay anything right off the top when your paycheck hits your bank account you you don't even look you just don't even look you put it right into that savings account Mm-hmm. Um, I find that is very helpful because mm-hmm. it's just like, um, okay, that is in there. This is what I actually have to work with, you know? 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I, I, I found that very beneficial for me. Yeah. So that is what I'm going to be practicing starting, um, I don't know, in a couple days because we get paid. So yeah, we'll see we get paid, how get paid it tomorrow, goes. girl. Oh my god, I love it, love it. So that is my second uh, in and out. So what about you? All right. Well, you kind of stole my I'm sorry frivolous spending. I had it on as an out, but I have I'm the sorry. same sentiments there. It's um, for me. Um, I just I like the idea of taking time to think about something and I think you also have to accept that there are going to be times throughout the year where you you do just spend more money like December is just one of those times so I feel like we all get it we all hit January and we're like oh okay mm-hmm. <laughs> reset um ain't nobody saving money in December yeah yeah no it's it's just, it's, <laughs> it's just a lot harder but um yeah so th- that was just my my additional thought on your in and out there. Um, my in, this is a big one for me. It's new, Ooh. but I'm liking it. Um, meditating and scripting. Oh, yes. This is okay. I understand meditating, but what is I know scripting? I need. Okay, we're gonna we're probably gonna talk about scripting in an episode, but okay. um, I just want to first give a shout out to a YouTuber, and it's um, Oh My Annie. Mm-hmm. I did one of her free 10-day – it was a meditation slash manifestation activation challenge. Mm-hmm. And, you know, borderline, it it was kind of like – maybe not life-changing because I've, I've kind of always been a bit of a, a manifester, but mm-hmm. um, eye-opening. And maybe like a little bit more of getting in touch with myself again and – realizing what I want and how I'm going to get it. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was like a a fabulous 10 days. It was just over two weeks. It was Monday to Friday, um, two sessions a day. And like she's, she's on the West coast. So I would watch the the replays just because they happened while I was working or it would be super late. Um, Mm -hmm. Really great. Really want you guys to go check out her YouTube channel. I'm going to put it out there right now. Maybe Annie will join us one day Ooh. on the podcast um not confirmed just just throwing it out there um, so we're manifesting yes so let me talk about the meditation side first I had experimented with meditation a little bit I think I downloaded the um is it the one world app it's not calm but it's kind of like that I think you had it too Rachel yeah it's like headspace or something yeah something like that and um it was good I I, you know, um, enjoyed it. I had a little bit trouble like sticking to it because I, I just, I didn't feel different. And I don't know. And I know that's like probably not the right thing to say about meditation because it's not about feeling different, but, um, I just, I just I wasn't think I like, can speak to that. I, I can you speak I can to that a little bit? That. Cause I just, yeah. I don't want to say yeah, the wrong yeah, thing yeah. because there are no expectations around meditating, but, mm-hmm. um, I felt a little Un, like unguided in a guided meditation. Yeah. So I think with apps like Calm and Headspace and stuff, like they are guided meditations, but for more of a like, hmm, I don't, I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it. 
Yeah. Can don't you just say me. it? Because then but, I kind of have yeah. what in my head what I want to say, but I want to hear what you have to say. Yeah. Like it's more of just like the day-to-day like everybody meditating more for like the corporate like reason of just like calming down. It's yeah. not necessarily for a spiritual reason. Yeah. Where when you do a spiritual meditation that has the purpose of manifestation or clearing or healing, it feels very different. So I know exactly what you're saying because a lot of those um, more like commercialized, unless they're led by somebody who's like a guru in some way, it just kind of feels a bit, it's not from a spiritual place. It's more from a calming, uh, mm-hmm. let me chill out my brain space. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and that's why I never really meditated because I didn't feel like I needed that. Um, and I, I kind of felt like with the guide meditation, like it was a lovely, calm voice that like took you down the path and then they're like, okay, sit in silence now. I will let you know when to come out. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, <laughs> this is like <laughs> five to 10 minutes of me just sitting here. And like mm-hmm. I did, I did get into it and, and all that. And like, you know, had some I don't know, experience, um, your brain does some crazy things it's pretty cool and mm-hmm. then they pull you out but I just kind of felt like I got led and then left there and then like mm-hmm. you know mom picked me up later um <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just like I don't like and there is no they right forgot you on the field trip yeah like I kind of got forgotten at soccer practice you know that's kind of how I was feeling um, <laughs> um so like I didn't mind it but I was just like I don't get it um mm-hmm. and and that's where I feel like a lot of people they feel like they're not doing it right because they're like, well, what should be happening? And that is more the meditation where like it's around your breath, but you don't think about it being around your breath. But when you do think about it being around your breath, go back to your breath. Um, <laughs> I was just like, okay. Um, and that's where people get that like stereotype of like, okay, well, don't think, don't think. But now I'm thinking, don't think. And yeah, I just didn't really get it. So with Annie during this meditation, I was just like, okay, like I'll, I'll try the meditation part. I'm really here for the manifestation part. And I fell in love with her style of meditation. Um, mm-hmm. It was just, she spoke the whole time and hers is a lot more uh, spiritual based. So, you know, this, this was kind of maybe woo-woo for some people, but for me, it made sense because she's like grounding your energy. She starts off everything where like you're grounding, you're connecting into like the center of the earth. You're letting energy that isn't yours go. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it starts at your root chakra. So, you know, that's red and you move up all of your chakras and, you know, you're drawing energy up and you're either doing like one where we explore all the chakras or you focus on one chakra and every day was a different chakra. It was amazing. Um, Mm -hmm. The day that we did the, um, uh, the orange chakra, like your womb, that's your inner child. And Mm -hmm. it was much more going down the meditation that I am used to where it's like, okay, sit down with your younger self and like, what would you tell her? Like, what is she telling you? And I found that to be truly healing. Like I would come out of those meditations. I cry every time, but like that's more my (laughs) energy release. Everyone has a type of energy release. Mine is like a single tear rolling down my cheek. (laughs) Don't worry about it. If you see that happening, don't worry about it. It's fine. I'm fine. (laughs) Um, But for me, I would come out of it and I would actually feel lighter. And Mm -hmm. 
I felt like like oh my god like um the day we did the throat chakra that is all about using your voice and I was going through something where I'm like I felt tongue-tied and then after that clearing I was just like oh my god okay I can finally say what I wanted to say mm-hmm. and that's where I felt the change so it wasn't about like sitting there in silence and not thinking about anything it was truly working on your healing um Mm -hmm. or just enjoying that moment like maybe you were feeling good that day and actually I found the more I do it the less like energy that isn't mine I have to send away because Mm -hmm. it hasn't been collecting and kind of a funny thing is there she had this like preparation meditation and um you were kind of like thinking about your light and white light and everything because that's like you're connecting to to your source, universe, whatever, God, um, Mm -hmm. whatever that is for you. And when I first did that, I was just like, oh, my God, there's so much black. There's so much gray. Like it feels heavy and dark in here. And Mm -hmm. letting go of all those energies, I was just like, oh, my God, now there's this like crystal white blinding light. Mm -hmm. And sorry, guys, I feel like I'm getting really (laughs) woo-woo on this. But I'm just telling you how I feel and what I've experienced. Welcome to the podcast. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know. Like, it's one of those things where I'm like, wow, the first time, like, I'm excited to meditate. Like, Mm -hmm. I take my little 10 minutes at the end of the day and light my candle and just sit. And I'm like, okay, what do you have to say today, body? What do you have to like to say today, spirit, mind, whatever? Um, Mm -hmm. I've, I've. truly found it transformational anyway so that is the meditation side the other so are you side, still doing it with her or do you just are you doing it just on your own now um so I'm doing it on my own now she has different meditations I believe on her YouTube channel um mm-hmm. and a lot more about like manifestation guides and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. I actually did purchase the replays of the meditations and the full like 10 days because she had like some beautiful speakers on talking about their experience and just how like they've healed themselves or gone on like, and they've come from like very troubled upbringings or like situations. Mm -hmm. And it's just how like they used meditation and manifestation to essentially like change everything about their lives. It was, it was very powerful. It was a really great week. I'd recommend that to anyone who Mm -hmm. is curious when she does put on these challenges. Um, There was like 5,000 people from around the world participating. So it was cool. like you could you could feel that energy and there were um, challenges every day for you to do. And it just the mindfulness of it. It was it was incredible. I really love it and would 100 percent do it again. So I did end up purchasing those root chakra meditations, but she does have other mm-hmm. ones as well. Um, so, yeah, I've just been kind of going through them and it's only 10 minutes a day. Cool. So it's just like a very nice little end of the day reset for me. Lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the scripting side, this is this is very new for me, but I love it as well because um, I've never been a journaler. I've mm-hmm. tried. I feel I've tried many different <laughs> stages of my life, but like I don't know. I don't write about my day. I just I just mm-hmm. don't. I just don't. I do feel that. like whenever I, whenever I am writing about my day, I'm always just like, wow, that wasn't that exciting. <laughs> I'm well, and a little it, bored. Well, and it's kind of one of those things of just like if I do need to write things down, it's just because I'm like mad or like I'm trying to figure something out. So I'm like, or I'm like down. feeling something, and I'm yeah. always just like, man. When I go back, I'm like, this is depressing. I know, like, so like I just I'm not someone who can write like 
a daily journal. And I know a lot of people got into the, is it the five bullet journals? Like the, yeah, you know, five minute journal. Yeah. Yeah. The five minute journals that you can get and that kind of stuff. And I'm just like, I just know, I just know I won't do that. Mm -hmm. Um, just, just on the day to day, but scripting is totally different. Um, it is more on the manifestation side. And the, the point of scripting is you are writing down something like that you want. Like let's say mm-hmm. there's a job that you want. You are writing it down like you have already gotten that job or gotten mm-hmm. that promotion, um, got that relationship, whatever, whatever it is you are trying to bring into your life. You are writing about it like you have it. And it's just like, we did this today. This is how I felt about it. And, you know, this is what I did. And it's energetically putting yourself in that situation. So Mm -hmm. you are attracting what you want because you are almost like pretending that you're already living in it or like already got it. Um, We got those front row seats to the Tales of Dara's tour. (laughs) Oh, you better believe that's in my scripting journal. (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) I can't believe we went to Taylor Swift today. Like, I I legit, like, and you, I don't know. I don't feel silly when I do it, but I think when I explain to people, I'm just like, they probably think I'm crazy. (laughs) But, um, oh, I get it. Okay, good. And it's just, yeah, I've done that before, like a variation of it, but yeah, yeah. And it's not something I do every day. Um, I, I definitely do it minimum once a week, uh, usually just cause I got some shit going on where I'm like, we got to fix that. Um, <laughs> so, so I have, have, I've really found that like very powerful and I write about different like timelines. I'll do something that like, I want to happen next week or next month. Mm-hmm. And then I'll have something I'm like, I want this to happen in two years. And mm-hmm. it, it's kind of amazing. Um, be specific. I'm learning. Um, <laughs> cause I've had, I've had something come true that I really wanted to happen. It just didn't happen how I expected it. Um, so be, be a little bit specific about that one. That's very vague. Yes. And, and the point of this is that, um, you know, it's, it's making you think, how did I get that? You know, what were the action steps? And, um, when you keep putting yourself in that mindset, you're just going to be more prone to notice what those steps are because Mm -hmm. like, you're like, oh, I have this, like, I'm so close to it. Right. So Mm -hmm. I have found that truly amazing. Um, I've never written so much in my life. And if you know me, (laughs) that's saying something, (laughs) I am not a writer. Um, but I even bought, like a journal from like a local store of the place I where I want to live. And that is a big manifestation thing for me. So I'm like, well, what better thing to do than have the place of where I want to live right on the front cover. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like go out, get yourself that little notebook. I did not get a big notebook. It's just little. And when I'm writing, I do try and write like one whole page, which is mm-hmm. not very much. Like it's just like a couple paragraphs. So, like, how do you um, – yeah. sorry to interrupt. How do you no, start this? Like, do you just start writing it like a story? Or do you say, like, today I'm going to think about something I want to happen in two years and then oh, get no. into the Oh, no. I write it like, like it's happening. This? I, like, write okay. it live. And I, we can go into a whole episode about this, but um, write it like it, it the already calendar, like February 24th, I write, 2026. No, no. I, I write the day that it is. And I don't, that's mm-hmm. just me personally. I, there's honestly no rules 
to this. Okay. This is just how I do it. And okay. Mine, mine are kind of lame because I'll always start off being like, oh my God, this happened. <laughs> I can't believe this happened. <laughs> um, Today we yeah. met Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah. No. And like, I will give an example. And this is, this is one that happened. And I write about my writing in this mm-hmm. because, um, I have a lot of goals that I want to reach with with my current horse and I will write about like this most amazing ride that we had today we had today we jumped all these big jumps he was perfect he was so relaxed I was so great and then I was having a moment last weekend riding and I actually like stepped out of the moment because I was just like oh my god I'm mm-hmm. I'm having exactly what I wrote today. So I feel like it's it's kind of a, like a dual purpose because in one sense what I want is coming true, but it's also making me realize in my life right now I am getting the things I want. So it's just making mm-hmm. you stop and notice of just being like, "Hey, I was wishing for this." It's happening right now. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know. I feel like there's just so much awareness with it. And like you're just very conscious of what is going on around you. And it just makes you take action to get those things. Love it. Yeah. Love Whew, sorry. That is that. my in. That is my big <laughs> in for 2023. Awesome. All right. One more out, Rachel. Out? Do you have an out? Oh, do I, I have an out? Yeah, I have one more in and one more oh. out. So, oh, okay. Um, okay, this kind of jumps off this a little bit. Um, being a nomad, Ooh. <laughs> I was waiting. I'm just like, you'll know what I mean. Ooh, um, that's, that's a big one. I'm, I won't get one. much into this one right now, guys. <laughs> this is like a whole, a whole spiel. But for so long, my whole life, actually, my whole life, I have lived in a lot of different places. And I'm very go with the flow. Like I, I'm good with change. Like change happens, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, okay, cool. We do this now. That's fine. You often and tell me. She often tells me like, maybe I'm a little bit too good with change. It is. It, I think it's. It. it I'm. Yeah. <laughs> I am too good with change. <laughs> like I just roll with it. I'm just like, okay, cool. We do this. It's fine. Um. But now that I'm getting older, and I don't know if it's age or stability. I have idea but I'm just like craving a home of my own and I know I've talked about this before on the the podcast but it's just like I I have stuff like I'm looking at the stuff I have right now but I'm like I'm very portable (laughs) Mm -hmm. and and it's because I feel like I don't have a home base um Mm -hmm. sorry guys this is not a sob story but you know, like I, I, I have this weird thing of just like, I don't have a closet, right? Yeah. So um, I know these are really weird analogies, but it's because I'm so used to being like up north, down in the city, over here, over there. I'm always house sitting. I'm always like doing this. I'm away horse showing. I'm away traveling. You know, like I, and it's amazing. I, I have no complaints. I, I live a wonderful life with lots of amazing things and experiences. But I'm just getting to a point where I'm just like, I don't want to share a parent's space, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I – okay. And I think it always hits me around the holidays the most because I don't own Christmas decorations. Mm-hmm. And I love Christmas. Growing up for Christmas and, like, 
pulling out the boxes, decorating the tree and all that. I don't get to do that right now. And mm-hmm. I haven't for a very long time. So I don't know. I'm just getting this like sense that like I I don't want to be going up and down the highway anymore. I want to come to a place. It's mine. All of my things are there. You know, it's not mm-hmm. like, I mean, we had this instant today where I'm just like, shit, I forgot my headphones up north <laughs> and I'm in the city. Um, so yeah, it, that's something that's been really getting to me. And like, I'm very blessed to be able to, um, like we, we live with my boyfriend's mother uh, down in the city. You know, it's very affordable. We pay almost next to nothing. And then up north, you know, I stay with my parents and it's totally great. But it's just like, ugh, I need, I need my own landing. So mm-hmm. that is an out for me in 2022. I get you. Going into 2023, uh, TBD on the status of that by the end of the year. Yes. But I, I understand completely what you're saying. Cause yeah, because you I, went through this too. You went I through did. This. I did. Like, you know, I did get lucky when I met my partner where we just made that call fairly early on to move in together and like we were – both live it's like I had transitioned up and he was here you know yeah but you were both living at home with your parents and you're just like ah we have no space (laughs) like there's no (laughs) privacy but also too like any apartment I've ever lived in before this one I always felt like I was living in somebody else's apartment yes because you always had like several roommates which is unfortunately the exactly the reality for a lot of situations exactly and like you know you kind of I never felt like I could expand Like, I didn't have planters. I didn't feel like I could have pets, really. Like, I did have Benji, which was wonderful. But I didn't feel – you know, I wasn't going to be like, okay, I'm going to get a dog. Yeah, you you never decorated outside of your own bedroom. No, never. Never. And when I did, like, I remember I had one time where I got these really nice placemats that I put on the table – because growing up, my pit mom always had the placemats on the table and she just took them off and put them on top of the fridge. So like I just never felt um, – yeah, I just always felt like I was living in somebody else's apartment. So when we got mm-hmm. here, literally part of going into my second in, second in, which was conscious spending and second out, which was like, you know, impulse purchases, was because when we moved in here for that, I guess, like year and a half, I was expanding. Mm-hmm. with things that I've always wanted like you know I wanted a little like veggie garden outside I wanted yeah. the cats I wanted the Christmas decorations and let me tell you guys buying a whole apartment two-bedroom apartment with a Christmas decorations is not cheap no it's not cheap at all but it was worth it but like I know exactly what you mean especially when you're with your partner as well because it finally feels like a home Yes, in a way yes. that and living what with I'm roommates missing. doesn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I get you. I get you. Yeah. All right. I have one more in and one more out. Go for it. So my in is holding my priorities at the forefront of my life. So I feel like I have a theme with my ins. And that's like really – being solid on what I want and what me and my relationship, what we want together. So for instance, we want to do a couple of little trips 
this year, like maybe five days here, a weekend here, whatever. Um, And, you know, we need to save up some resources to do that. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm just trying to go into into it this year where instead of living on impulse and being like, "Mm, that's fun for now, really contemplating like, does this push me towards my priority? Like, is this in the best interest of my priorities? You know, like, I, yeah, I want to go to New York City for a weekend, for instance, in May. Let's just say I want to do that. And then there's some random thing that's happening in February that, uh, you know, seems a little bit interesting, but would really be more impulsive. I just want to take a, just an extra step with things like that to be like, how does this benefit me? And does it negatively impact my goals? Yeah, I think it's very important that you are accounting for your other goals, especially when you just said in your last in that you're like, well, I want to be conscious about my spending. Well, that conflicts with something of being like, well, I want to travel everywhere. Um, Mm -hmm. Sorry, but the the two don't go hand in hand. So I think that's good that you have a dynamic, right, of like, okay, how can we be responsible about our spending but still enjoy ourselves? Well, maybe it's not taking that giant Europe trip. Um, it's going away for a short time, but you're still like having that experience together, but on a smaller budget. Exactly. And you know, like when I say conscious spending, it is like, okay, we've decided we want to go here this year. That's what we're going to spend our money on. We're not going to do an impromptu, like, I don't know, week trip out East in Canada. Yeah. We're going to drop everything and we're just going to (laughs) go. Yeah. So I think that's kind of where, you know, like, Picture it that, I don't know, maybe we were thinking of buying a house right now. There would definitely be a lot of things that would come up that I would be like, oh, that would be all right. But like kind of taking away from this other major priority in my life. Yeah. And so. I think it's it's important to like prioritize your goals mm-hmm. as well. You know, exactly. um, they're not all number one. Mm-hmm. And that is how you kind of figure out what is most important to you. Exactly. Honestly, the way that I know that I'm in a pretty good position in life is like my major goal of this year is for us to go to the Taylor Swift tour. Yeah. That's like <laughs> well, forefront at, on my manifestation wallpaper. At this rate, we're not even <laughs> sure if that's happening in 2023, but we're going to keep scripting about it. We're not sure she's it. coming to Canada, but we are. <laughs> that is my top goal, guys. Yes. She has her money ready to go for her ticket. I do. I, it's in my savings account. I don't touch it. Um, all right. So my final out, it's judging others to mask my jealousy and my tendencies to compare myself to others. Ooh, that's a heavy one. Yeah. But I've been finding that at least within the last year, I found myself in a bit more of a negative, like judgmental, jealous headspace when I look to others who were living in a different way than I was, where, you know, maybe I wouldn't do things that way, but there were things about it that made me jealous. So instead of confronting those feelings to be like, oh, why am I jealous of that? I would judge them and now, be I have like, a question. well, that's a just, crappy way of living, you know? Yes. I have a question about that. Um, okay. Can you like loosely just describe these people? Like, are they social media are they people who are like within your like circle like you know like like interact personally with or 
Uh, like a life. bit of a bit of both. Like I definitely I get I see it a lot on social media. Yeah, but I feel I like think... that's like the the front page of mm-hmm. of our judgment and jealousy. Yeah, but like there have been people in my life. Like my thing is is that for what I have, I work so hard, like so so hard, um, for the money that I have and such. And sometimes it just feels like with my expenses and everything, like I'm just falling falling a little bit short. And then I see people, whether it's social media or around me, that don't seem to really be working at all, but they're going on all these trips and they're going out for dinner and they're having all this fun and stuff. And it's just like, oh, well, why am I not doing that? That makes me kind of jealous. So I'm going to judge an aspect of their life, mm-hmm. you know? And it just, yeah. it doesn't make me feel good. No, like you, you know? don't feel like, any better. No, if I, like sometimes like you do need to vent if uh it's kind of hurt you in some way which sometimes it does and I'll like rant to my boyfriend or you or my mother and then like it's I'm done but Mm -hmm. I think like I'm just I want to get away from like the the continuing to go over it like if I do need to vent for a bit I vent that's it but it's not like a a judgmental thing it's I want to go about it more from a how does this actually make me feel as a person like why why is this bothering me as opposed to there's something going on over here so let's just like shit on that to make myself feel better but not make myself feel better you know yeah and i i feel like it's a, especially one of those things with social media like we never get the full picture right and no. um going back to like man they have all these things but they never seem to actually work uh one term i've been seeing thrown around a lot lately is uh nepo babies so like oh, yes. nepotism, if you're if you're not familiar with that term and what that is, is just people being born with a privilege, like whether that's like they're born into wealth or like a famous family and just having one of those automatic leg up in, in life. And like that's just a reality of life. Some people just have those privileges right mm-hmm. from day one. Um and I feel with social media and even just people in general, you're not getting that full story of like, hey, well, you know what? I have all this stuff, but like my parents paid for it or mm-hmm. um, I come from like gener- like a lot of wealth or, um, you know, like my boyfriend is a sugar daddy, <laughs> you know, whatever. whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so I feel like we only get that half the side of like, look at all the things that I have. Mm-hmm. But maybe they never say that. Well, you know what? I'm I'm three hundred thousand dollars in debt, right? Mm-hmm. So exactly, that's where I feel like we have to watch that judgment and jealousy of you know. Well, why don't I have that? You know, like I work hard. I'm a good person, and mm-hmm. it's because we don't get that full picture. And I think that goes back to my first out with the idolizing the rich, right? Like mm-hmm. we don't know what's going on, like. Uh, Pretty much all the the self-made billionaires on the list, really none of them were self-made. They had help from parents or like they were from a wealthy family. Um, So I think we it's one of those things you have to take with a grain of salt and really just um, Mm -hmm. look deeper, right? And and see what's actually going on there. Exactly. And I think too, like a big thing that I've been trying to remind myself of as I'm working on this in myself is I chose – the life I have right now, like I chose to go to school. I chose to do the job that I'm doing. 
I choose to do this every week with you and I love to do it. I chose to work a lot in life and that mm-hmm. is a way for me to express myself. And, you know, some usually it's like when I'm feeling pretty tired and stuff and then you see people like that and you're like, well, why can't I be like that? But then I remind myself like, I think I wouldn't be very good at that. So the life I've chosen for myself is the life that's right for me. And I just have to keep reminding myself of that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's also important to remember, like, we're all in a ladder. We are not all in the same ladder rung, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Some of us are not even on the same ladder. So even though, like, the, the hard work you're doing right now, you are setting yourself up for wonderful things in the future. Mm -hmm. Um, that you're going to have because you did this right now. And I think that's something we have to remember when we're doing all these things and we just feel like there's no payoff. Mm -hmm. It's because it's not time for that payoff yet. We're building it. Exactly. Just another thing to remember. It kind of feels like some people fell into it and they're like, oh my God, there's like millions of followers and they have all these brand deals. Well, there was a time when they didn't have any. And Mm -hmm. it's because they did that work. Um, that they now have this. So it's just a different ladder, right? Mm -hmm. Their payoff is different than yours and you're on a different stage. Yeah. Well, like a good way to to say that is I was watching a Patricia Bright video this morning while I was getting ready to go. And she made the nice quote that, you know, there are periods of time where you're planting the seeds and there's periods of time where you're growing. And then sometimes you're harvesting. Exactly. So that was deep. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, you know there was a part of me that thought maybe this would be an hour I clearly I don't know how our show runs (laughs) no (laughs) (laughs) this is what's in for 2023 our episodes got longer (laughs) (laughs) is anybody surprised no 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 okay Hopefully there's nobody out there that was like, I hope the Tea with Laura and Rachel episodes, uh, the length of them is out for 2023 and they're shorter. (laughs) They're going to be 15 minutes. (laughs) Sorry, that's not going to happen, guys. If anything, it's going to get worse and we're going to be here for three hours. (laughs) Our intro is like 15 minutes alone. Okay. All right. Well, I am not going to share an out. We're going to end on a positive note because um, technically the frivolous spending was one of my outs and we've already discussed that at length because it just kept tying into all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so my last in for 2023 is not waiting to enjoy things. Oh, I love that. Yes. And I want to start with a very stupid example of this. Okay. At the top of the episode, I mentioned that I lit a candle. Yes. I was, I'm saying was because it's, we're leaving it behind. Um, someone who would just like, keep candles around for special occasions what that special occasion is i don't know girl that's weird (laughs) but i felt like i had to preserve the candle okay um yeah don't don't ask all right i just but do you have these things in your life like i'm gonna save this bottle of wine i'm gonna save um that outfit or like whatever Mm -hmm. you know like the fancy shampoo i'm gonna save that for good times and the thing about it that i have learned is I'm just like you know what 
any time can be a good time. So mm-hmm. I pulled that candle out of the Christmas bag because it was gifted to me. And I got some freaking matches and I lit the sucker up. And it's been burning for like probably the past week every night. Um, and I'm enjoying it. So Lovely. Yeah, I've just I've always been like that where I I'm very much like a save the best for last kind of girl. Um, I was like that with food when I was a kid. I was just <laughs> I was always saving my favorite things for last. And the sad thing about that, like especially like I don't know, like perfume. I'm going to be like I'm only going to wear that when it's like a special occasion. Well, that poor perfume waiting around for a special occasion went stale. And then, so when I did want to use it, it didn't smell like anything. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, um, and and this is something that's been very prominent. I've I've talked to my mother about it a lot. And she just texts me out of the blue saying these things. Um, I lost um, a few family members in the past year, very unexpectedly. And Mm -hmm. um, I feel like a lot of us just in the past couple of years have, have lost a lot of people close to us, whether um, through death or just, you know, uh, falling away in relationships. And all the time, my mom will just text me like, don't wait to live your life, you know, like mm. go out and and enjoy it. And um, I do try to consciously do that kind of stuff now. So like, from the start, I was like talking about like a small thing, like I'm going to burn that candle. Um, but then it comes to bigger things. And I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to use writing as an example because like I do have, um, I'm, I'm very fortunate to be able to do something that I love extremely. And, um, you know, if I didn't do that, sure, I would have like plenty of money in the bank. But... Mm-hmm. If I'm saving all this money for like, oh, like when I'm 60, I'm going to go travel the world and do that. Well, how do we know you're going to live that long, right? Like, and I don't know. I'm not trying to be like pessimistic about it. This is actually a very happy thing. But I love being able to say like, oh, my God, I went and did something I love today. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's just making the time, spending the money, putting the effort in and doing things now, um, well, you can enjoy them, right? Because like just having so many people pass unexpectedly and Mm -hmm. it's just like, oh my God, like what did they have plans to do in the future that they didn't get to do? Um, Mm -hmm. Sorry, I'm not trying to make this dark. See, Uh, this is why I adopted two kittens in September when like maybe not the best time. (laughs) for <laughs> me to do that but you know what i was like these little guys are cute and they one bring of them me joy one of them keeps crying whenever i put him down so he's chosen me so there we go mm-hmm. that's why i did it <laughs> yeah and like if i can leave like a parting thought on all of this is you know there are times where you're just like oh my gosh like i feel like i'm you know drowning or it's all too much or you know whatever that is you're like you go through hard times that is the experience of life you know we're not here to live a perfect life we're here to have experiences so when I have those moments it's you know you just have to remember that um everything always works out 
you know, like I think back to different hard times where like I thought that was the worst thing to ever happen to me. And you know what? I was okay. I was fine. Things worked out. It's always worked out. And I think that's like kind of going back to the meditation and the scripting um, and just being very aware. Tell yourself that it always works out. Like the universe has your back. You have your back. Everyone around you has your back. And I don't know. I feel like you're just able to live more freely and do things without fear. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm with you. 2023, man. Woo. That's, that's what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> if you're still here, thank you so much. <laughs> um, we have an awesome season slash year because <laughs> that's how we roll here. Uh, set ahead with the podcast um we have had requests for merchandise um if you share this episode a lot with all your friends and family maybe that will manifest and come true so that would be nice yes that would be nice yeah and another way to help us manifest the success of our podcast is leave us a five-star review on apple podcasts or a five-star rating on spotify thank you Absolutely. And if you want to email us, we love to talk and we reply at um, a scary fast rate. Um, yes. <laughs> we have nothing we really, better to do. We really like to hear from you. Yeah. I think we come on a little strong, actually. I I think so, too. I think so as well. But, you yes. know, when we get an email, we get really excited because we're like, we literally drop everything and we're like, we need to reply. <laughs> um, someone took the time to talk to us. I know. Um, we'll be like in the middle of our adult jobs, shall we say. And we'll just <laughs> be like, that. we need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't happen. Swear. Um, it's usually at break time. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, no, we always like plan out. We carve out time to re- reply to emails. And that email address is twithlaurachel at gmail.com. Yeah. Yay. Woo. There's going to be a website coming soon. Um, yes. When I get back around to it because I've got it half built. And um, yeah, welcome to 2023. Woo. Share with us your ins and outs for the year. We want to know. Mm-hmm. And let us know if uh, you enjoyed any of our ins and outs and you're going to adopt those because like, let's collaborate and share people. Um, mm-hmm. Our next episode, we are going to be sharing our most important lessons that we have learned in 2022 that we will hopefully remember in 2023. Exactly. Do you ever feel like you're like, did I learn anything? I felt Probably. like during the year, I'm like, I am learning so much. I get to like January 1st. I'm like, what did I learn? <laughs> it's like, I've learned nothing actually. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I have learned lots. And I feel like I've just gone through a lot of change internally in the past year. And I'm mm-hmm. like, wow, new perspectives. This is fun. Um, Love it. Anyway, that's all we got tonight. Live like tea. Live like tea.